There is just nine games to go. That is what remains in the NBA season. My partner in crime on this program, Kylan Mills, she's married, folks. Sorry, gentlemen, but the lucky man who is married to her is joining me next, Charlie Walter. We're going to break down what's to come in these last nine games. Are the Warriors going to make the playoffs on a positive note? Are they going to struggle the rest of the way? We're going to break it all down next. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? I know I do. Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code locked on, that's all caps in the game. You can follow Charlie Walter, Mr. Kylan Mills himself. Sorry, man. She told me you don't have a good sense of humor about that. Uh, <laughs> I checked with her first. How much, said, how much did she pay you for that? <laughs> I'll because that's back coming out touch. of a joint bank account. <laughs> on Twitter at Charlie Walter TV. He is Mr. K Picks, KPIX. You can see him if you're in the Bay Area. Uh, broadcasting uh, your TV sports on Channel 5, the CBS affiliate. Also, uh, filling in as a host sometimes on 95.7 The Game, the flagship station of the Golden State Warriors. Again, Charlie Walter joins me today. Charlie, it's great to have you on the show. Long overdue, man. How are you doing? And what were your first thoughts to last night's Rockets game? That losing streak finally got snapped, brother. Hey, a win on the road is a win on the road at this point. They're They're never going to come easy. But again, cautiously optimistic right now it's the rockets they've lost 54 games they're really bad they're young they haven't figured out how to close out games and the fact that the warriors didn't dominate them from wire to wire is reason for a little bit of concern they didn't look good in the process with 20 turnovers but again a win's a win at this point of the season you got nine of them left if you play subpar basketball you could be out of the playing tournament completely you know a, a three and six finish could see ya or yeah. a six and three finish, and you're the five seed. So we'll see. It's the it, the situation is incredibly precarious. Um, you know, why don't we jump into that that game tomorrow? First off, let's just like go right into that because it's huge. The Warriors are going to play the Mavericks tomorrow night. Um, I'm looking at the injury report right now, which plays a huge part in this for the Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green is listed as probable. Uh, Kevon Looney listed as probable. Um, and then uh, Andrew Wiggins, I believe for, it's going to be the 17th game in a row that he is going to miss for personal reasons. Um, and then Gary Payne, the second is out. Iguodala is obviously out. But for the Mavericks, this is where it gets really interesting. Their two biggest stars, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, both listed as questionable. Uh Charlie, in your opinion, look, man, the Warriors, and I want to ask you a follow-up question in a second, which is going to be, why do you think the Warriors are awful on the road? Because they're flat-out awful. But first things first, if either of those players are out, or let's say both are out, man, Kyrie Irving was in a boot yesterday. Um, Is it going to be a cakewalk for the Warriors? Will it be difficult no matter what? 
What is what are your first thoughts uh, on tomorrow's Warriors Mavericks game, which is huge? Nothing on the roads a cakewalk, right? Yeah. What, what's it now? They're they're up to eight wins. Is it eight and twenty nine on the season? Does yes, that sound correct. about right? Correct. On the road and the exact opposite at home, where they're you know twenty eight and eight almost, or whatever almost, it may yeah. be. So yeah. with that being said, they they gotta win this game if those two are out. And, and Dallas still has some players. It's not a, a two man show, but at the same time, if you're talking about being a potential title team, you have to win this game. Now on the flip side of it. You look at the fact that the Warriors are missing potentially their second or third best player in Andrew Wiggins, and Gary Payton the second may not be back as well. So it's not the same team that you're going to see come playoff time completely. But with four road games left, Mavericks, Nuggets, Kings, and the Portland Trailblazers, you got to win one of those. You have yeah. to show me, even if it's just the Blazers or, or the Mavericks with the depleted roster that they have potentially, you have to show me that you can win some road games before the playoffs begin. I'm never going to count out this Warriors team because they're the Golden State Warriors and they've earned the right to you know, trust them heading into the playoffs at least somewhat, but I'm also not going to put my money on them. If you told me right now, hey, you can have the Warriors or you can take the field and I'm giving you even odds, it's the easiest bet I've ever placed in my life. I'm taking the field, <laughs> but it's Golden State. It's Golden State, and as long as they have that core, I'm not – 1000% panicking, even though the play that I'm watching, I should be 1000% panicking. Yeah, no, you dude. Yes. Are you kidding me, man? I, 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 I pressed the panic button about two weeks. Ago. I pressed the panic button the moment they lost that, that Grizzlies game. I've, I've never seen the Warriors look that down in my life during this run, man. They, they look discouraged and they looked hurt. Um, I want to play the soundbite from uh, Stephen Curry. He was talking about uh, last night's game uh, where even though the Warriors won that game, uh, I think Steph is aware, and I'm grateful for the self-awareness, uh, that they still need to play better. Here's Steph. Uh, it feels good. It's one of those feelings like this is what you're supposed to do. Um, uh, but yeah, just to walk off the court with a couple more smiles on our faces and something to show for it, we know we have still have to play better. Like, nobody's really celebrating, you know, anything. It's just a matter of learning lessons and wins, hopefully, and Get ready for you know, another big game Wednesday. I, uh, you know, speaking of learning lessons, um, I thought Steve Kerr, and I gave him his credit, at least on Twitter, uh, that he had a, a brilliant first half of coaching. I thought his rotations were on par. You and I both love Jonathan Kaminga, man. I, I went all in on Jonathan Kaminga's stock pretty much the moment he was drafted, and it's coming through right now. Um, what are your, But then the second half, like Moses Moody, for example, he played eight minutes in that first half, and I thought he was solid. Uh, he, he's been leading this team uh, in plus minus on the road trip. Uh, he played eight minutes. He only made uh, one three, but he only also attempted one three. But more importantly, he was playing good defense. He was helping the team facilitate offensively. And then we didn't see him again the second half. Thankfully, they won. Um, but the second half, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on Kerr's rotations? Like, are you happy with the minute distribution? What are your thoughts on all that? Because people have heard enough from me, man. I, I've, I've expressed my gripes. What are your thoughts on the amount of minutes given to the players on this team? I'll turn it right to Anthony Lamb to start. I think I think Lamb's been solid. I think he's been for what you brought him in to do. Yeah, he's yeah. Been a very pleasant surprise. However, if this team wants to win an NBA championship, we need to be hearing more Andrew Wiggins, more Gary Payton the second, and a lot less Lamb. And, and that's the X factor in this entire season: is hey, when are these two players that were vital to your championship run last year that aren't in the lineup and haven't been in the lineup? When are they going to return? How much cohesiveness is there going to be when they do return? How much time is there going to be for them to get ready? 
Is this going to be something that drags into the playoffs? Yeah. Will it be settled in the next week or two? Now, with Gary Payton II being evaluated on Thursday, if all is a positive there, you know, please. If all is a positive right. there, you know, right. maybe a, a week later we could see him suit up before the season's end. But right now it's it's a wait-and-see game because this current installment of what you have, I mean, what other choices do you have but to throw out random lineups out there now one yeah. that i did like late and kylan's been telling me i i don't look into the advanced analytics as much as she does i just watch the game you know i'm cutting highlights for for the sports cast whatever they right. may be but one last night that i know looked pretty good in the small sample size we saw it was curry draymond kaminga jordan Poole, and lamb to start okay. that fourth quarter they went on a nice little run and it's an interesting lineup no kavon looney in there jonathan plays a little bit bigger than he normally would. Yeah. And then you have Lamb in there who's not a big, but for some reason needs to kind of be physical, more physical than he is. I uh, you know, Kerr's talked about uh at loving seeing um Anthony Lamb and Jonathan Kaminga playing together on the court. Uh, he he's alluded to that. Our boy Jonathan Kaminga, though, man, he he lit it up last night. I want to I want to read a stat sheet real quick. Uh, just cause I like the one play that stuck out to me of all the plays from that game. Wasn't anything like three, wasn't a, one of his monster slams. It was just a mid range jumper. He pulled up for a 15 footer. It was smooth as butter. It just, it was just simple. It was easy, but it showed me that Kaminga is just feeling comfortable out there. And I'm so excited for the potential of, of Jonathan Kaminga. He played 26 minutes last night, actually just shy of that, uh, 50% from three, 17 points for the game. Uh, the three rebounds weren't much, but they were tough, a tough three rebounds. I absolutely love this game. Uh, when we come back, man, I want to ask you about uh, about Clay Thompson. I'm going to play soundbite from him, and I want to get your thoughts on Clay and also the pool party because he's been a, a very polarizing figure this year. I did not expect Dub Nation to kind of turn um, their their love away from him. I mean, like two thirds of, of Dub Nation, I pulled them on on the Locked On Dubs uh, Twitter account, and you can follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. Uh, two thirds were okay with him being traded if it was an asset coming back of equal value. That shocked me, considering he was uh, uh, the sixth man for a world championship team. So I want to get your thoughts on all that after I give some love first to one of our sponsors, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Uh, and look, I'm really geeked out about our new partner and sponsor. It's the mobile game again, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise, your dream can come true by playing this game. Again, it's called Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. You can manage every strategic aspect of your team. You can play through a season, lead your team to glory. You're taking on the Bob Myers role in terms of hiring the right coaches and assistants, training, trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft. It is addictive. Locked on Warriors listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise if you use the promo code locked on. Again, use the promo code locked on, L O C E D N. Use it in all caps in the game stores. Make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probasketballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up on app stores. That's probasketballgm.com, ultimate basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Charlie Walter, KPIX Sports Anchor, fill in host at 95.7 The Game, the flagship station of the Golden State Warriors on Twitter at Charlie Walter TV. Uh, Charlie, you can see the chat, right? Uh, and look at some of these things. NBA 876 writes, uh, pool doesn't fit the Warriors system. Uh, Messi FC writes, uh, I just gave up on pool. Had enough with disappointments and careless turnovers. Uh, Kevin Prentice writes, I don't know who Rick is, maybe someone else in the chat, but pool is a tough watch. <laughs> you can see that you can see the theme here, right? People are not happy with Jordan Poole. Um, what is your thoughts on Jordan Poole? I mean, when you look at his statistics, I'll read his season stats real quick before uh, I turn it to you. But Jordan Poole for the season, his scoring is actually up from last year, where last year he averaged 18 and change. This year he's averaging 20.2 points per game. His assist numbers are also up from four assists a game last year to 4.6 this year. Um, where his numbers have gone down, though, are shooting percentages. Free throw percentage, he was the, the free throw champion last year. They even got a trophy uh, at the start of the season from that. He was shooting 92.5% from beyond, from the free throw line last year. That, that's down to 87.4. His three-point shooting went from 36.4%. Now it's down to 33 this year. His field goal percentage went from 44.8% down to 425 uh, a number that went up, not a good number, is turnovers. His turnover numbers went up from 2.5 to 3.2. People also criticize his defense. Uh, the floor is now yours, Charlie. What are your thoughts on Jordan Poole, man? Is is, is this a short-term thing? Do you think he's going to rediscover his game? Uh, what are your thoughts, man? I think the floor is wide open on what happens to Jordan Poole. There, there's no hot take that I have saying Jordan Poole's getting traded in the offseason. Jordan Poole is going to be a superstar on this team. I think it's still wait and see mode. Now, what I do know is that when someone's paid the bag like Jordan Poole was, the expectations ramp up quickly. Had Jordan Poole not gotten this extension and be made in, making all the money that he is currently making, I think the vibe on Jordan Poole would be a whole lot different. You'd be like, Jordan <laughs> Poole is one of the most underpaid players in the game, comes off the bench, scores points for the Warriors. And the people that say, Golden State can't win this way or Golden State can't win with a player that that turns it over and is careless with the basketball like Jordan Poole. I mean, they, they won it with him last year. They did <laughs> exactly. win it with him last year. So they exactly. proved that, and he was valuable. Let's not forget when he was inserted into that starting lineup against Denver and Curry came off the bench and the death pool lineup, as we called yeah. it. Yeah, That's kind of what, what sparked the way for Golden State in the playoffs. Like they, they came out and, and kicked, Denver's behind three times in a row. And you're like, all right, this team is back. And Jordan Poole was one of the players that sparked that. He disappears sometimes, but for the people that are way too critical on him, does he not play every single game? <laughs> in a season that that is revolving and players take load management and there's nights off, he Good does point. go out there and suit it up every single game. Good so if you point, say yeah. Jordan Poole doesn't care, he somehow finds his way to the floor every night. And literally on the floor every night. Good point. No, that's an absolutely, you know, you're right. He's a durable player. Uh, his work ethic is commendable as well. It's been reported time and time and again. He's always one of the first people to arrive at the gym, one of the last to leave. In fact, he was the first person coming there until Jonathan Kaminga recently took over that role, which is which is one of the greatest things I ever heard. Um, but you also brought up a really interesting point, man. That, and I, it's, it's a, I think it's a very sound point that should be mentioned, which is that these complaints were not being addressed until Poole got the contract, right? And now he's making the big, and he's not technically, he's not even making the big money yet. That doesn't even kick in until next year, which is really crazy. Um, 
And I, I'm seeing a lot of uh, a similar vitriol when it comes to Andrew Wiggins, right? Because a lot of people are kind of like comparing his situation to the typical worker where your average individual will, would not get the type of leeway that Wiggins is getting, where you could just take time off and, and you know, for whatever the personal reasons are. Um, yeah, so people are just, just kind of get pissed off when they see certain individuals either making a lot of money or, or getting, you know, certain perks. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the whole Andrew Wiggins thing, man? Like my, my, my philosophy has been the Warriors are his employer. It, it, it's their discretion, right? That's, that's my thought. Like Wiggins doesn't know anybody, anything except for the Golden State Warriors. They're the ones who are signing his paychecks. So if you have a gripe about the fact that, you know, his status remains a mystery, it's the Warriors you should be complaining to. It's up to them to release this information. Beyond that, leave Wiggins alone, man. He doesn't owe anybody a thing except for his employer. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Because it's it's getting more and more contentious, I feel like, with each day that passes. Hey, man, I'm just a sports anchor that sometimes <laughs> wears makeup. Sometimes I forget it. Um, I, I don't it's have tough. any. I, really, I, I have a little take on the matter. It's it's up to the Warriors to decide what they want to do with this situation until something's reported one way or the other. It's kind of you just you sit back and wait, but it is unprecedented. Yeah, I can't think of other instances off the top of my head where you look at a player that took this much time out and, and maybe the uh, the text line can help us or the, uh, the the message board. Yeah, but I'm sitting here trying to think of, of all the years that I've watched and covered sports. Hey, has there ever been anything like this where it's just been, you know, silence, radio silence? Someone is away from the team during a huge stretch where you're trying to run it back and you just paid him all those things line up. And it's just like, wh where is he? You know, and yeah. what's going on? And, and you, you want everything to be okay for him. But yeah, again, it's until the Warriors say otherwise, it, it's up for them to decipher that entire situation. Yeah. And exactly. That's, that's I'd much I'm rather saying. talk about Jonathan Kaminga. Let's do Next. that in just a second. I, I know I'd love to do that, man. Let's, let's talk about Kaminga in just a second. Uh, first, I want to play this soundbite. Uh, because th this, the remaining nine games of the schedule are insane. So, so that's how we'll finish the show. When we come back, we're going to talk about Jonathan Kaminga, who I freaking love. And I'm going to ask Charlie, uh, what your, what, what your thoughts are on his ceiling? Like, where is he going to end up, man? I think that's a fun discussion. And then these last nine games, but leading into these last nine games, uh, is going to be Clay Thompson, who again, um, talked about this, this stretch run. Um, and he's using all these remaining nine games for preparation for the playoffs. Here's Clay. I mean, all the games are important, but like Dallas specifically, that's the tiebreaker on the line. Just how do you guys act? Well, as a competitor, you relish in the moments of the most important games, and we're coming down to the home stretch, and every game is so vital for our playoff stakes, and it's exciting times. I mean, the postseason, there's nothing like it. And uh, these, you know, last seven or eight will be a great uh, warm up for the most competitive basketball out there. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Sorry about that. Okay. So that was Clay Thompson talking about, uh, you know, the remaining nine games. Uh, I've been, I don't think I've seen him with the paper airplane on the road this year. That's always a good sign. Uh, love, when we come back, he, he had it in hand, ready to go. As he's given the response, he's got this big smile. These last few games are, <laughs> this is what it's all about. He's got that spark on his face, airplane in hand. What a legend. Dude, Getting ready to hop on his boat. Maybe not yesterday, but I mean, God, what a, what a legend.
He could have. He has the money to ship his boat to to Houston and then go uh, boating in Galveston. He can rent he one. Yeah, he can rent one. <laughs> but uh, so we'll we'll talk about that and and uh, yeah, we're gonna talk Kaminga as well because because Charlie and I are both massive fans of his. Uh, first, got to give some love to FanDuel and Charlie. I, I'm gonna ask you, what is your alma mater, man? Who are you rooting for in March Madness? My alma mater is the Ohio Bobcats, Ohio University. Uh, so they're solid in the MAC every year, but they're not in there this year. Uh, my team is the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, since Mick Cronin's left, they've been terrible. So they're, but they're in the NIT. They're making a run in March. So we got an NIT game tomorrow against Utah Valley. Can't wait. Uh, who I'm rooting for? Anyone that plays Xavier. I hate Xavier. That's so random, but I love it. That they're is from, so they're, random. They're Cincinnati's rival. They're it's two miles away, campus there to campus. Go. So there's 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 hate there's hate it's a, was it bob huggins was he the longtime coach of cincinnati is that right yep yep okay is he still around i remember he had like heart attacks like every other year and uh, west virginia he's yeah. he sits on a stool <laughs> nowadays he literally is like the only coach in the country that just sits on a stool the entire game but uh he's chilling he's mellowed out a lot over the years but he's still hugging <laughs> Well, so, so the, and, and for for uh, for Warriors fans, the Cincinnati connection is uh, Chris Weber, the former number one pick for the Warriors, uh, involved in, in my opinion, the worst trade in Warriors history. Uh, the end result for Chris Weber when he got traded was Danny Fortson, who played for Cincinnati. So there's your Cincinnati connection. But March Madness is going on right now. The tournament's heating up. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay so don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba you are locked on warriors your daily golden state warriors podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. One final segment with Mr. Kylan Mills himself, Charlie Walter, who you can watch there in the Bay Area on KPIX Channel 5, the CBS affiliate, as their sports anchor. You do a phenomenal job, by the way, brother. I really do mean that. I'm genuine and sane. So um, you, you are a consummate professional. I always have special uh, respect for TV anchors because I feel like in a moment of crisis, and that includes sports sometimes, uh, we're looking at you for for the calm and for the comfort, man. You are the voice of reason, and certainly, uh, you know, the, the, you're the you're the 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 compass, I guess you can say, for for people's uh, attitudes and 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 feelings. So, bravo on a, on a tremendous job you do there, um, and then as well, you fill in a 95.7 the game the Golden State Warriors flagship station. Uh, some people uh, in the chat uh, that I want to bring up real quick here. Uh, Femi Bamidal writes, um, Sai, it's been a month. What's the harm in publicly announcing an expected return date or date range for Wiggins without disclosing private information? Maybe announcing the date could, in theory, 
then also reveal some private information. I don't know. Talk to the Warriors about that. I have no idea. Or maybe, I mean, worst case scenario, they know he's not coming back and they don't want teams to, you know, give him the blueprint. Hey, Andrew Wiggins isn't coming back this year. He's 100% out. Now you you can prep for an Andrew Wiggins-less team. Great you know, call. Wiggins-less team. No. I you mean, I, that may be a little too deep, but there, there's just no reason to really – you know, unless you know when he's coming back, they may not know. So yeah. that's what that's my guess too. But you're absolutely right. Um, it's bizarre NBA, though. Rick is right. It is it is a bizarre situation because we haven't we haven't seen it before. No, you're absolutely ever ever. And uh, Ghostface Gangsta, uh, a regular on the show, writes your voice is awesome, Charlie. I totally agree. That's why you're also on radio, uh, even though you have a face for TV. Uh, NBA. I drink my olive juice every morning, folks. That, <laughs> is, is that the secret? Is olive juice? Olive oil. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Um, and then eight seven six NBA eight seven six writes a Moody played well last night. I totally concur uh, with that opinion. I thought Moody played fantastic uh, basketball. Um, and yeah, and I and agreed, uh, Rick, that the Wiggins thing is bizarre. I think Charlie, you were just referencing that. Um, Jonathan Kaminga, man, again, since January first, the Warrior when he played. This is a crazy stat. That I don't know if you're aware of. Since uh, since the, the new year, when he plays twenty five plus minutes. The Warriors win over 70% of their games. Um, the dude is a winner. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think there's any replication for world championship experience. It's a huge reason why I, it still bumps me out that Moses Moody doesn't get a run. Um, in your opinion, what is the ceiling, man? Like, what do you, who do you compare Kaminga to? I see Kawhi Leonard a little bit in terms of a ceiling. Uh, what are your thoughts on Kaminga in terms of who he could become? Well, the, the more and more he starts knocking down, you know, 50% from the floor, 35% from deep. It's hard not to look at him and say, oh my God, in the perfect world, do we have a mini claw? And he's not even oh. a mini claw. He's just a claw. You know, he's oh. he's a he's a big guy. And hold on, my laptop's trying to die on me soon. Oh, but, uh, oh, okay. All right. You're right. Yeah, we're we're good. We got okay. uh we got at least we got at least 10 minutes. I'll just turn down the brightness. This is what I get for uh, now, <laughs> in a normal world. It's a Kylan. Yeah, She's saying, get in here. Um, but with that being said, I mean, he is, he's something special, man. I don't see why he doesn't get more minutes as is. Yeah. D defensively, Great. he's only going to improve. You've heard that he's kind of, the teammates have said it, you know, when they have like those things on the chase center boards during the game, the video boards. And they're like, who's the, who would you not want to leave your son with Steph Curry? And there's always oh. like a, a Jonathan Kaminga. So, you know, he's still got that youth in him which is good and bad, but once he channels that and everything comes together and he's a 100% mature player with the physicality that he brings, and if he can continue to knock down 35% from deep, hell yeah, I'm all on board. Dude, that, and that, and I, I've always been uh, praising his shooting form, which might, uh, like, aesthetically might look a little weird because um, his release is so high up, but his form is beautiful. Like that's a shot that that he just needs to keep doing what he's doing, and I think he's going to be fine. That three point percentage I think will go up career wise to more closer to forty when all said and done. I love him, dude. I I really do. I, it's I'm so excited to see where he ends up uh, long term. What are you What are you predicting for the record for the Warriors, man? These last nine games. It's it's a. Uh, I'm going to run off the schedule real quick in terms of who the Warriors have left. Um, and the schedule. Oh shoot! I ha I I just closed it accidentally. Here, I'll get it get it again. Right I got now. you. I got you. How about I oh, read it off? Like like a full screen's up, folks. Imagine the TV full screen's up, and Chuck Walter KPIX will give it to you. <laughs> we got Dallas tomorrow at four thirty. Philadelphia 
Minnesota, New Orleans. Now let's say Dallas on the road, Philadelphia, Minnesota, New Orleans, San Antonio at home, then at Denver to start April, Oklahoma City at Sacramento at Portland to round it out. I think they only win three pretty good teams, three really good teams in there in Philadelphia, Denver, and Sacramento. Dallas, let's put the question mark by it right now because we don't know who's going to be playing tomorrow, but you could throw them in there as well. And everyone else is beatable. Minnesota at home, win. New Orleans at home, win. San Antonio, you better win. Oklahoma (laughs) City and Portland. So uh, that's kind of where it stands. The schedule is favorable with some of the – because you would expect them to lose at Denver home or away potentially. Yes. So whatever. Good thing Denver's on the road and not not, uh, Philadelphia. (laughs) <laughs> or, or someone like that because uh, yeah. you can beat philly at home i think and then uh sacramento on the road will be tough at golden one to end out the year but they, they gotta they gotta at least push 500 or it could get dicey it could get dicey if they lose a home game here the one home game that i'm not feeling good about is the first one uh when they come back and that's philly philly always plays the warriors tough uh joel Embiid is the one player in the nba that draymond green just cannot effectively stop he's just too big too strong and too talented. They all they, the the Philly. I I'm, I don't feel good about that one. Otherwise, I do think that the Warriors need to win tomorrow's game. It's not a matter of like they should. I think they need to win that game if they have any real hopes about uh, a decent uh, playoff positioning. What I, I'm predicting five and four when all said and done. I don't think they win the Denver game. I don't think they win uh, in Sacramento. Um, I don't think they. I think they lose the Philly game. I really do. And there's probably one more loss in there somewhere. So I'm saying six and three, maybe five and four. Do you have a prediction for how they they run it out the last nine games? I'd say five and four or four and five even. Um, oof, I, oof. Oof, four I and mean five. that last game of the season at Portland. Oh, I yeah. mean that's you should beat Portland now. You, if you're if you're serious about winning this thing, if your back's up against the wall and that game means something, you better beat Portland because if not, <laughs> you probably don't deserve to go too far in the playoffs anyways. But we're hoping that Gary Payton could be resolved by then. He could be in the lineup. Payton helps. We'll see what happens with Wiggins. So the, the key thing is take it one day at a time. And the three games coming up, Dallas, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Minnesota is one of those teams that can sneak one out on the road. You can't let them. You cannot, yeah. especially if Towns is coming back anytime soon, which picked him up in fantasy week one, and it's turned into the entire year. Just like Towns is day to day. He's week to week. He's month to month. He's not coming back. So I don't know at this point. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Charlie, you unfortunately uh, gave me uh, way too much of a positive impression because I'm I'm gonna have to bug you and ask you to come back on the show uh, quite frequently. In fact, so get ready for to hear from me uh, on a consistent basis if that's okay with you. Um, anything you feel like we did not touch on uh, before we wrap things up? We're at the 30 minute mark. I want to be good. Uh, I want to make my employer happy today. I've been I've been blowing it with the 30 minute shows lately. Uh, but before we go, anything we feel like we missed? I think it just comes down to we talk so much about the rotations. Don't look at the current rotate, even though that's what you have and that's what you're working with. I would say look at the potential rotations of if this team is serious about winning a title, they at the very least need Gary Payton the second back in the mix. But I think you need Andrew Wiggins as well. And if you have that, you could throw lineups out there with, you know, you know, bench lineups with Kaminga, Payton, Jordan Poole. Um, Draymond and and Steph Curry, you know, and you can you can get creative with some of these lineups, and you only need Anthony Lamb for seven minutes instead of seventeen minutes. Yes, like, life Thank life you. can be potentially good. Thank but, you. But um, look, they at this point, another thing I wanted to mention, 
Yeah. Javon Looney, the Iron Man. Oh. He's been on and off the injury report, but he plays every game as of right now. You cannot afford him to get injured because you have no wiggle room with not signing a big, and he has to come out there every game and play for you, even though he's dinged up enough to be on the injury report. So that's it, that's how, that's a subplot to look at. No, it's and that and it's such a precarious situation they put themselves in. Kylan talks about that all the time, and I don't blame her. I I keep telling her that I was I was making those same arguments last year, but it was going on deaf ears clearly. So I just kind of gave up. But you're right; they're they're so thin already in that front court that imagine if Kevon Looney was not an Iron Man. What the hell are you going to do otherwise? Like I, I don't I don't get it all. And and you and I are on the exact same page. I don't mind Anthony Lamb playing. It's the 17 minutes, the 20 minutes that I have a problem with. Seven to 10 minutes, that's perfect, dude. Like he, he's not a detriment to this team. 17 to 20 minutes starts to become a detriment. There are better players on this team that you can throw out there. So I'm really glad you said that. I want to also uh, add real quick, uh, just because of the chat, uh, threw something in here to talk about. Salvador uh, Estrada writes um, that Wiggles will not be in game shape. He just he should just focus on his family and himself. We don't know that. There is a very clear possibility that Wiggins is working out, that Wiggins is doing the best he can to stay in game shape while he's dealing with whatever he's no, doing. No, he with. is. He is. That's. I don't even think that's a question. He is. Yes. Regardless of what personal issues you're dealing with, like he knows that he has a job, and when the time comes, he has to be ready, and I'm sure he's staying in shape. There's no Absolutely. way he's he's sitting on the on the couch watching reruns <laughs> of Saved by the Bell. You know, like, let, let's get real here. Andrew Wiggins has a gym somewhere, and he's 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 working out. So he'll be all right if and when the day comes where he's back. There you go. We'll end on that note. And again, one more time, you can follow Charlie Walter on Twitter at Charlie Walter TV. Or Ch what, what is it? What is the Charlie Chuck thing, man? So is it Chuck on radio, Charlie on TV? Yeah, it's the, uh, you know, Chuck Chuck will say some things time to time that, that don't flow on uh, the TV. So it's like if the bosses ever come up to me and say, hey, I heard Chuck Walter said that. I'm like, Who, who's that? You know, I'm, that's I'm Chuck. Yeah, different, I don't different person up here. Completely different persona. So it's like the Jacqueline Hyde. I get a little more, get away with a little more when I'm, when I'm Chuck, if, if anyone has uh, followed over I, should, the I, I should start. That's, that's genius, dude. I should, maybe I should have a set. My middle name is Alex. Maybe I should start calling it like saying, well, Alex said that. Not, not no, I learned it from, know. from big cat, all those, you know, <laughs> and I'm not a huge barstool guy, but all those, those part of my take guys, they changed their names and, and big cat gets away with a lot more than I'm sure Dan Katz would. So you gotta have the, uh, you gotta have the alter ego ready to go. <laughs> I'm totally with you. Um, and D's world and uh, D's world of hoops. Uh, no, we see your chat. We see the chat, man. I, I don't know what you you wrote that we missed. Um, we engage. I, I I felt like we engaged everyone. I don't think we missed anything. But all right, Charlie, thank you so much, man. Uh, and again, we could what we could see you on TV. We can hear you on the radio. Uh, follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. Uh, next show will be tomorrow. Uh, after the game, Kevin Dana, the voice of the Santa Cruz Warriors, will join me, and we're going to break down, again, a massively huge game in terms of playoff implications and so much more. Charlie, man, thanks, brother. This was fun. Thanks for thanks having me on. Everyone.